0: Welcome to BitCast on Podcast One, the video game podcast with the Axeman. Welcome back to the BitCast. It's me, the Axeman, also known as Alex, and once again, I am joined by Henry. Yo, Henry the guest here. And we are going to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3, because we've actually been meaning to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 for a while, but we weren't able to pull it off, but... Now we can, there's been more trailers and stuff, we're gonna talk about it. Henry, you wanna start us off with uh, maybe your history with the series or something?
1: I actually remember renting Kingdom Hearts 1 many years ago, pretty much I think a year after it came out. Loved it, ended up buying it for the PS2, got Kingdom Hearts 2 release year, not release day, but release year. Played Chain of Memories on the GBA, Uh, played Days when it came out that year, the... Fast forward a few years, I ended up getting the 1.5
0: and 2.5 re-releases on the PS3. Uh, My history with the series is, I saw commercials for the first game, and I remember reading about Chain of Memories in Nintendo Power in, I believe it was middle school. It wasn't until close to the end of junior high that I actually got Kingdom Hearts 2, and I really liked it. It was the first game we had for the PlayStation 2, because we were pretty slow to get Sony consoles. It was actually kind of one of the first major non-Nintendo gaming experiences I had. Much like Kingdom Hearts 1 was for me. Yeah, and I didn't really play a lot of the rest of the series properly. I remember I played Days for the Nintendo DS, but I eventually dropped it because it was too hard for me. I was a weenie, and... (laughs)
1: I actually ended up beating days, but I will admit that the pacing on that one's pretty terrible.
0: And uh, I played Dream Drop Distance for 3DS right after a time in my life where I was sick of the series, but then I got back into it, and I've been, uh, yeah, I've been keeping tabs on it since then. I've been kind of following up on the games I didn't play, seeing what those were all about, stuff like that, and now, well, actually, I, I still don't know anything about the phone game.
1: Uh, I played a little bit of the phone game, and it seems okay enough. The only Kingdom Hearts game I have yet to play, unless it's Japanese exclusive,
0: is Dream Drop Distance. Alright, well that's one I did play, so maybe I could fill in the gaps if that ever has to happen. But, uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3! Now, it's finally happening! Yeah, 13
1: years after they announced it, well, announced, being a loose term here, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, but that ended up being Birth by Sleep.
0: Yeah, Birth by Sleep... Like, they've been busy with the series since 2, and it kind of makes me think that maybe they should have titled the numbered games a little differently. But, you know, we're here now, and 3 is finally on the way. I remember I actually showed you some of the recent trailers since January to kind of help keep you up to date. Have you been, like, doing any reading about the game on your own?
1: Uh, not really on my own. I do love the music, though. I have been listening to that. A particular YouTuber I've been listening to, though, also has some of the battles that those things are related to in the background going.
0: Oh, uh, who is this YouTuber?
1: I'd have to find the name for you.
0: okay. Sorry, no shout-out for you. <laughs> uh. I've
1: been doing a little bit of reading on the side to just make sure my lore is up to date before we get into three.
0: Alright. Well... One of the things about the trailers that I really liked was that they're including more Pixar worlds. They've never done that before.
1: Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, I'm trying to think through my history of Kingdom Hearts, and I don't think there was ever a Pixar world in any of them.
0: There was scrapped data for Woody and Buzz to be summons in 2, but then that didn't happen. And I guess they never decided to try again until 3, because... Now we've got the Toy Story world, and we've got the Monsters, Inc. world. Wait, what about uh, Chicken Little being a son? Wasn't
1: that a Pixar film?
0: Uh, no, it wasn't.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, my
0: mistake. Nah, no, it's fine. As, as Disney starts to rely more on CGI, the line between them and Pixar is kind of starting to blur for me a little bit. Like, I almost thought Coco was a Disney movie, but it's a Pixar movie. Oh, Pixar has always been second party to Disney for a, lo- for a long time anyway. Well, I do remember when they finally bought out Pixar, and they were always kind of rubbing elbows together, but now I feel like the line is especially blurring.
1: So, yeah, Kingdom Hearts worlds are finally including Pixar, which is neat, especially since I, I love the original Toy Story growing up.
0: Yeah, and I know people have talked about including Marvel, whether it's serious or jokingly, but did you know that technically they are actually including Marvel in some capacity? I did not, actually. Do tell. Well, that's the Big Hero 6 world. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's actually a Marvel property. Disney, instead of taking an old fairy tale and rebooting it, they took an old, untouched Marvel property and rebooted it.
1: I, I'm okay with that, especially since Disney does own Marvel now.
0: Yeah. It is interesting to note that they said that the premise for the Big Hero 6 world takes place after the movie. And judging from some of the other trailers, like, I remember them saying that the Toy Story world takes place between 2 and 3, and I think someone at Pixar, I don't remember for sure, but they said that this is supposed to be canon to the Toy Story timeline. Oh, wow. So, they're not just recreating the plots of the different movies this time, at least for not for all the worlds.
1: No, and that's what they were doing in 2. Well, Kingdom Hearts 1 never really did that anyway kind of did, but they really just had their own standalone plots that that may or may not have integrated themselves into the main one. Kingdom Hearts 2 is the one that started recreating the movie plots, except for Acrobat, which followed the first movie in the first
0: game, and the second game followed the second movie. Yeah. And then the other games, like Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance, also followed the plot lines.
1: Um... To a greater or lesser extent, like, uh, Birth by Sleep's Deep Space only followed, like, the first ten minutes of Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, something like that. But, yeah, they've been better about including a more original stuff as well.
0: Yeah. Now, Kingdom Hearts is rather infamous for having some really twisted, and by twisted, I mean convoluted, not dark, lore There's a lot going on that's really hard to understand, and that's turned a lot of people off the series, understandably. But despite that, I still like the games.
1: I like the games for the gameplay, but I always felt that they really should have ended well, not necessarily ended the Kingdom Hearts series, but ended the main story after two. Because Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, and two were just kind of self contained in their own right.
0: Yeah, it was it was a lot simpler back then, and it would have been kind of a neat way to just kind of leave it open to interpretation what happened next. I like the gameplay too, and I, I do like the lore, I just think it could have been told in a better way. Uh, my understanding is that the way Nomura writes is rather he'll just make up
1: something, and then if there's a plot he'll, he'll try to fix it later, which is a very sloppy way of writing.
0: Yeah, it's a, kind of a Monty Ohm approach Where you have a really cool idea And then you kind of work backwards to make it fit Right, so
1: <clears throat> Again, as I already stated It's a very sloppy way of writing But hey, the gameplay's
0: good Yeah, and there, there are good individual Moments of characterization and stuff but the plot as a whole, the, war, the lore, the plot, is all just a giant
1: mess, really, if you want my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. I think they've been trying to make it more understandable in recent years, because Dream Drop Distance had that feature where if something relevant to a past game came up in a cutscene, it would get added to an in-game encyclopedia that you could check in on to catch up on information, and then there's the fact that they finally released the final mixes in the West... That Which actually added more lore, like Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix has the Lingering Will, which was seen in Birth by Sleep. Yeah, they were originally exclusive to Japan, but they also had a lot of things that were really implicating new things for the lore that we never found out until we had to search around on the web, and it took their sweet time for them to get around to localizing those releases
1: japan's always been kind of bad about
0: exclusivity when it comes between japan and the u.s you can argue that from the 90s on really well games getting localized has been happening a lot more often so i think that's kind of a relic of the past at this point or at least not it's not as bad as it used to be so, the big thing about Kingdom Hearts for a lot of people is the kind of Smash Brothers type appeal of seeing your favorite property represented. So, that kind of carries over to what Disney worlds people want to see in the series.
1: Yeah, or not want to see depending on who you are, but that's beside the point.
0: Yeah, and I feel like Kingdom Hearts 2 was kind of the peak for representing all the different Disney properties, because you had a lot of the classics, you had some oddball choices to mix it up, you had some new things that were going on at the time.
1: And, some, and a lot of original ones as well.
0: So, Henry, I'd like to ask you, what are some new Disney worlds you'd like to see? New Disney worlds? Keep in mind I haven't watched a Disney movie in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't have to be just from a new movie. Let's just say, you know, you're invited in to the office, you get to make the call. What Disney movies do you think we should make a world out of, Mr. Uh, Guest?
1: Actually I um there is one I would love to see. I've been wanting to see this one since two, basically. What's that? Atlantis. Oh, that'd be a good one. I mean it literally has a part called The Heart of Atlantis. If that isn't scream Kingdom Hearts, I don't know what does.
0: Well there is a good basis for exploring atlantis you know you've got the ancient ruins you've got going around in the submarines you've got this ancient society and stuff you can do a lot with that
1: you can the reason it's not in is probably because it didn't sell well at the box office in fact it flopped mm. but it's become kind of a cult classic
0: yeah didn't it i'm not a disney historian but wasn't one of the reasons it flopped was just because you know it was up against uh, More successful movies at the time?
1: It was up against more successful movies And the fact that there was a lot of executive meddling That changed a lot of the plot Hmm. There were really plot holes the size of a truck As well, so
0: I've only seen Atlantis once And I was a child at the time So I'd have to check it out again I watched it religiously when I was younger But I love adventure type stories, so that makes sense Alright Well, a new world I would like to see Is The Emperor's New Groove That actually would
1: probably... I'm surprised it's not in already, considering how popular it is.
0: I'm not actually sure how popular it is, but I know it's you know it's kind of been left in its time now because you know they haven't really done anything with the series, nor should they really. But it was a very unique movie, and I could see it lending itself to a lot of the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts. I can see Kronk making an appearance in some capacity. <laughs> Do you get to ride the llama? Yeah, riding like riding Cusco and getting chased by jaguars or something. Like getting chased by heartless jaguars. It'd be better than the Jaguar chase sequence in the actual Emperor's New Groove video game.
1: Oh, you want to talk about changing Disney properties? I've got an entire story about Kingdom Hearts too, but we'll get to that later. Okay.
0: So, what's an old Disney world you'd like to see back? One they used in a past game. One they used in a past game that they haven't brought back. Well, no,
1: just one that you want to see again. I know they've put in a few games. I wouldn't actually mind seeing Wonderland again. Okay, I may have told this to you already, but I actually wouldn't mind seeing Wonderland, but done like the 2010 movie. Really? Just kind of showing a di- kind of just showing how Soren Company react to how the world's changed. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, they kind of did something with Hall of Bastion, but that was more plot anyway. Is that a Disney like version of the movie? Uh, Hall of no, no. Alice no. in Wonderland. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, it was technically done by Disney. Okay. Uh, I
0: heard that wasn't one of the more popular portrayals uh, of the...
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Although, I like it on its... I like it on its own merits, but it doesn't feel like an Alice in Wonderland movie. Okay, so you
0: want to see Wonderland, but with a different coat of paint. Yeah,
1: if you will. Alright. Besides, getting uh, Alice's weapon in that movie as a keyblade would be kind of interesting.
0: The Vorpal Keyblade. Ah, one of the movies I would like to see back, and I know the world wasn't one of the more popular ones, but The Pride Lands.
1: I would have to disagree with you on that one, because The Bride, The Bride, Pride Lands. The Bride Lands. Simba's
0: getting married, finally. <laughs> oh no. Pride- it's, it's Super Mario Odyssey all over again.
1: Oh god. But it, Pride Lands uh, just felt kind of barren to me.
0: There, there's nothing to do. I think that was more of a result of King Hearts 2's world design. Looks like you're going to have, you know, a lot more fun navigating the worlds in 3, so I would trust them to do that world justice if they wanted.
1: If they went back to it, yeah. I,
0: I would say. I could see that working a lot better, because the pr- main problem with Primus is really no
1: landmarks.
0: Yeah, well, it's just that wide wide open area and everything else is kind of an offshoot of it.
1: Right. Now, again, we've already mentioned this, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have it so
0: all the worlds are actually going to be an open world, kind of like Skyrim. Ugh, I don't think Skyrim is the immediate comparison I would make, but yeah, open world this time, which I kind of dislike because I liked the room-based format of earlier games. It kind of helped me keep track of things better, and I like the little idiosyncratic viruses that appeared whenever you leave and enter a room that were unique to whatever world you are in.
1: I actually prefer the open world design myself simply because I like exploring, I like finding new things, well, and if the game rewards you for going out of the way and finding new stuff, that's even better.
0: Well, I don't think being room-based would negate that, but I can see myself having fun with the open world too if super mario odyssey and hat and time are any indication i've figured out that i can enjoy open worlds
1: just keep beast castle as the room based system because it literally is a castle
0: yeah i'm i'm not really familiar with how open world games do indoor areas um
1: only speaking from skyrim experience it's usually a separate loading area Alright, so let's talk about some gameplay we'd like to see. We already mentioned the open world, but what I've noticed is that they're kind of bringing back all the elements that were good in past games for this one. Yeah? Like, they're bringing back shot locks.
0: They are bringing back shot locks. Which were absolutely
1: broken in Birth by Sleep.
0: Yeah, I've heard.
1: They're bringing back the Drive Forms, uh, which I loved from Kingdom Hearts, which I loved in Kingdom
0: Hearts 2. Yeah, it kind of looks like Drive Forms are back, M- maybe not in the exact same way, but they're definitely doing some stuff there. Um, they're, they're Summons? Summons? Well, that's been a staple since the beginning. Yeah, but they haven't really done them properly since 2. Well, yeah, you have a point, because Birth by Sleep, was the thing you had there was the D-Link. Yeah, and I think the summon might be kind of a mix between this and that. That'd be interesting, because the D-Link actually changed your moveset temporarily.
1: You could also level it up.
0: Yeah. I don't think they're doing the command styles that you had in...
1: uh, Command deck, I think is the term.
0: Yeah, they're not, you're not doing the command deck that you had in Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. They're going back to old school menus for this, which I'm okay with. Like, I actually liked either version.
1: Uh, they were both good in their own right. Like, the menu system made for more streamlined combat, but the command deck allowed you to customize your combat.
0: Uh, it was streamlined customization. Like, it was more emphasis on your abilities rather than a wide arsenal of things you can do. Right. I mean, Kingdom Hearts 2 was kind of, in my
1: personal opinion, best of both worlds, because you still collected a wide arsenal of abilities, even with a menu system. Yeah, yeah. But that's coming back. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, they have also shown the
0: Disney rides attacks. Oh, yeah, the attraction flow, which is an entirely new thing. Right. That's going to be interesting. If you haven't seen the trailers, they're basically taking all kinds of Disney rides and turning them into attacks, so they're really pushing the Disney representation.
1: They also are making so, making it so the Keyblade can transform into different
0: weapons. Yeah, they've established that since, well, technically the Lingering Will in the two final mix, but really Birth by Sleep is when it came to the forefront.
1: Right. Lingering Will is probably the best example, however. That's the one everyone's going to remember. Because he, his Keyblade can keep transforming.
0: Yeah. Sora's Keyblade in the new game looks like it kind of transforms in... Well, in one trailer, it looks like a bunch of claws and stuff.
1: I think there's one that shows it as, like, twin guns, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that one, too. Oh, it's oh great. Sora became Zigbar.
0: Oh, yeah. You gotta beat him at his own game. <laughs> so. Oh, So this is said to be the last game in the Xehanort saga which refers to the villain of most of the kingdom hearts games this is going to be the end of him and his ambitions not the end of kingdom hearts just the end of that dude
1: it's interesting that they're taking that format rather than doing what final fantasy did and just keep making new games that are not connected to each other well
0: there's no telling what they'll do with kingdom hearts for and on
1: right but yeah this is the end of what's known as the xehanort saga
0: That means they've got a lot of loose ends to tie up.
1: Oh, quite a few. Trust me, the games have actually raised more questions than
0: they've answered things. Do you think they'll do the lost method where they won't even bother answering a lot of them and they'll just try to tell the story and just, well, if you've got questions, oh well.
1: Well, I hope not because we've been waiting for years for the resolution of this thing and that could really make a lot of people angry.
0: Yeah, because... You know, you've got a lot of apologists who are sticking to the series, and it's like, I know the story is a mess, but maybe there'll be a good payoff. And if there's not, that would probably feel like a betrayal.
1: They would feel like a betrayal.
0: They're gonna go up to, to Tetsuya Nomura, and they're gonna be like, "You really shouldn't have betrayed us.
1: Why are you trying to do the Godfather?" That, that, that was Zigbar. Why did I think Zigbar was the
0: Godfather? I don't know, but that—that's a fanfic waiting to happen. I'm sure.
1: Oh dear. No, I think they're going to tie up loose Sands. We already saw in one of the trailers... Spoilers.
0: We already saw Marusha come back in one of the trailers. Oh, yeah, he was... Well, we, we can talk about the Game Boy game, probably. That was ages ago. <laughs> he was shown in one of the trailers. Vanitas from Birth by Sleep is shown.
1: Even though he was supposed to be utterly destroyed at the end of Birth by Sleep.
0: Yeah, and... I like that he and Mike Wazowski are in a scene together. Yeah, it's just kind of goofy. I know, just... Mike Wazowski just has that kind of meme-like ability to him. And
1: then there's Vanita's just across from him, and
0: it's like, what? Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, this is this is a weird crossover, which is kind of... Kind of the initial novelty of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I was going
1: to say weird crossover. That's been Kingdom Hearts shtick for a while now. I know. That's
0: that's the novelty that got people into the series. Um, let's see. Riku has a new Keyblade and a new look. Oh, yeah. they. This is one of the few series where the design of the main character is a talking point for a lot of people.
1: Well, they keep changing because the characters actually keep aging. That's Sora cool. actually aged. Actually, they both, every character aged a year between one and two.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the time gap between 2 and 3 is. I know Recoded and Dream Drop Distance happened after 2, but they're both, you know, relatively in short order after 2. There's um, no telling what 3 is like.
1: Recoded pretty much happened at the tail end of 2, because at the very end of that, you see the message in a bottle that King Mickey sends to Sora that you see at the end of 2. Yeah,
0: it's closer to the end of 2 than... Dream Drop Distances. We're not really sure How close to the end of 2 Because that scene With the letter in the bottle Could have been a time skip Could have been a time skip
1: We're not entirely certain But then there's another Hit Explorers again There's another hidden scene With Mickey talking to Yen Sid About having Riku and Sora Take the Mark of Mastery exam Yeah and that
0: leads Into Dream Drop Distance
1: So I'd assume that This all took place Within the span of At least a year Yeah Especially since Recoded Didn't need Sora There they had the data one
0: recoded as very self-contained adventure yeah it's a look at kingdom hearts one again but yeah it kind of brings up an interesting point that has implications for the rest of the series and those even touched upon a little bit in two is about how artificial constructs can grow their own hearts
1: which a lot of people at the time were very very upset about because you had just established nobody's don't have hearts
0: Guess we were wrong. Yeah, it's established in two that, like, you know, as the story went on, Axel kind of started feeling more emotion. I have
1: a theory for why Roxas was feeling things, but it's just a theory—a game theory. I was hoping you weren't going to say that. (laughs) Oh, Uh, it wasn't technically—he regrew a heart. He had the shard of Ventus's heart from birth by sleep in him. Uh, maybe that when he and Sora became two different entities, Roxas took Ventus's form because he had Ventus's heart shard in it.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's the explanation. I'd have to double check that. But and that I and that is the goofiness I can buy in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, you just kind of just kind of kind of learn to stop asking too many questions as you go for the Kingdom Hearts ride.
1: Right. Well, the fact that oh yeah, by the way, everybody can get Keyblades now apparently. Because uh, let's see, Axel, now Lee Actually got a keyblade at the end of Dream Drop Distance Kairi got one at the end of 2 though that was shown back in Birth by Sleep Yeah, Sora was never meant to have his That was meant
0: for Riku, but then Riku got his own anyway So, I guess it doesn't really It shouldn't really come as a su- surprise That a lot of people are getting more keyblades If the fact that the whole point of the first game Was that Sora just got a keyblade that he shouldn't have Well, the first game also established He was the only one to have a keyblade well, I think it just meant that he was, like, the first one in a while, because the Birth by Sleep crew, their game took place a decade ago.
1: Yeah, well, you had Aqua stuck in the heart in the heart of darkness. Well, it might as well be the heart of darkness, the realm of darkness. You had Terra as Terranort, or the Lingering Will, and then you had Ventus, who's been comatose.
0: It's practically a soap opera.
1: It really is. But I think the lore implication would be Master Xehanort is destroyed, all the time travel stuff from uh, Dream Drop Distance is reversed, Terra is reformed. Ventus comes back, and Aqua is rescued from the realm of darkness.
0: Yeah, and Axel will probably get to hang out with Roxas and Sheon again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Somehow. Oh yeah. Sheon's coming back, and so is Roxas. Yeah, that was one of the other things with Recoded, and they talked about how you gotta you gotta help all these people who kind of got defeated and lost over the course of the series. My interpretation of that was the writer's going, hey, the series is getting a little dark. Let's kinda of fix that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a kid series. Well I don't know but Kid-ish Kid-friendly Okay, kid-friendly, yeah Because this lore is probably going to go over a lot of kids' heads The lore is
1: going over most adults' heads Yeah, so I don't know
0: if kids' series is the right term But it's kind of a Harry Potter type thing Where I can imagine kids have grown up with Sora
1: Yeah, actually you're not wrong Because Kingdom Hearts 1 came out in 2002 And this is 2018 now as of this yeah. recording
0: It's crazy Like Dream Drop Distance was the 10th anniversary yeah, it was, wasn't it? Now, that was already a couple years ago. Uh, you said 10th anniversary? Yeah, it came so, out in 2012.
1: So, it's been six years. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's old enough to drive. Finally. <laughs> Which is funny because of the pictures I've seen online with Riku and his new Keyblade being a car key. But,
0: Henry, Sora was ha- having the ability to drive since the second game. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that those, those, was those dumb.
1: Only in the Tron world, though.
0: No, I meant the drivability.
1: Oh, that, that was terrible. It was so terrible I had to explain it before you got it.
0: <laughs> you better be cutting that one out of yeah, this. So, there's the Utada Hikaru song that I feel like we should mention, because that's a thing in the numbered games, is Utada Hikaru... This singer, she does a song She did Simple and Clean for the first game Then she did Sanctuary for the second game
1: And now she's doing Don't Think Twice for the third one
0: Yeah And I already
1: told you this when I saw the trailer for the first time I am going to withhold judgment on the song until I can hear the whole thing
0: Right, I think that's a good idea But what's your first impression of it at the very least? It's definitely different. It almost gives me kind of a darker feel from the
1: other songs we've had throughout the series. Like Simple and Clean's pretty upbeat. For yeah. Pre- you know pretty much, hey, this is a this is a jaunty li- a jaunty little tune, that's not the right word. <laughs> but this is a nice little tune, you know, nothing very complex. Sanctuary
0: says this is a much more complex adventure. Well, the the lyrics don't have anything to do with the games, but yeah, I The know. tone in Sanctuary felt a little more melancholic than Simple and Clean, or at least the fast version of Simple and Clean.
1: I would like to point out, by the way, that when she sings these, these are because there's both Japanese and English versions. Yeah, she sings both of those. She does. Yeah, she's actually, I believe, a Japanese American. I don't know. I think she's a Japanese American that lives in New York, and she actually sings both Japanese
0: and English. A quick round of my Google-foo has taught me that you are indeed correct. Yep. I think that while Sanctuary is my favorite and probably always gonna trigger some kind of nostalgia for the series for me, I do think that the tone for Don't Think Twice is very good for where we are in the series, and it kind of reminds me of some of the Metal Gear Solid V trailers with how melancholic Quiets theme and Sins of the Father got.
1: I also like to point out that it's called Don't Think Twice, which is why I think Square Enix is saying to fans of the series about the lore implications. Yeah,
0: it reminds me of Billie Jean. Really? Oh Yeah, there's a lyric in there. Oh, okay. Michael says, don't think twice. And then a background Michael says, don't think twice. And then, <laughs> he, then he's like, Woo
1: So is that actually talking about the game, or is it just telling us to stop thinking about the game and play it already?
0: Well, I think it's saying that Michael Jackson is going to be in one of the Keyblade orders that's going to help Sora out. Oh, with the Moonwalker Keyblade, of course. Yeah, he's going to raise an army of zombies with the Thriller, and they're going to support Sora's army. <laughs> yeah, because the actual
1: lore for 3 is that got a, they're got they getting 13 uh, Beings of Light... or No, it's 13 Beings of Darkness, I'm sorry. And seven of Light. Seven of Light, because uh, Xehanort wants to restart the
0: Keyblade War. Yeah. Because he wants to forge the Keyblade. Or the Kaiblade, depending yeah. on... Don't don't worry about that.
1: Oh yeah, don't worry about. Don't
0: think twice about it.
1: Oh, don't worry about the semantics of that one. But yeah, he wants to. For it's essentially supposed to be the most powerful
0: keyboard in existence. Yeah. But going back to the song, I have seen a tweet from Utada Hikaru. She said that if the game wasn't released soon, she'd be tempted to just release a full version of the song. So I'd be okay with that. Yeah, me too. But even she's getting a little tired of waiting. (laughs) Well, she has a career outside of Kingdom Hearts She does, free. but I'm, I'm just saying that, guys, your singer wants you to release Kingdom Hearts 3. Let's do it! hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, but... Hurry up, don't think twice. Yeah. Oh, we're getting a lot more mileage out of that one than I thought. Yeah. But with that said, though, I think we've kind of reached the end of the rope here, so...
1: Right. It's supposed to be released this year, which means 2019.
0: <laughs> yeah, secretly 2019.
1: But yeah, I am
0: really looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3. I've been looking forward to this since 2. Yeah, I've uh, I I guess I mean Dream Drop Distance kind of and because that was the only one I played since then to the fullest. But the games have kind of done enough to kind of wet your Kingdom Hearts whistle. But three is finally here. It's a little surreal. And it's
1: it's it's like a it's almost like a dream.
0: <laughs> yeah, a far off dream that's blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, whatever he said.
0: Yeah, whatever they said at the beginning of two. I I could probably remember it, but I'm already enough of a dork. Uh,
1: we both are.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's very interesting that you can see that 3 definitely builds upon the games that were released since 2. It's not like, oops, we forgot to make 3 for several years. No, they they meant to make these other games first, and now... 3 is kind of taking them all and combining them into one super game.
1: Yeah, and from what I understand, Kingdom Hearts 2 is already a pretty big game. This is probably going to be even bigger than that.
0: Oh, definitely. And I can't wait, because 2 uh, is still my favorite.
1: Uh, 2 is my favorite gameplay-wise, but I every, if I listen to Simple and Clean, I get a nostalgic feel from 1. Uh-huh. I really do. Though, can we get rid of Sora's clown shoes? No. <laughs> <sighs> we got rid of Riku's
0: clown shoes, at least. Yeah, he's he's done clowning around. Yeah. Sanctuary, like I said, that's my nostalgic one because I was watching the commercials for two and I was like, hey, that's the guy from the Kingdom Hearts game I read about.
1: Yeah. Uh, Actually, a... Slight bit of a shout out here, although the company's defunct now I actually heard about Kingdom Hearts through a magazine years ago called Tips and Tricks Okay, mine was Nintendo Power Yeah, I never got Nintendo Power Tips and Tricks was a gaming magazine that gave you, well, tips and tricks on various games at the time
0: You don't say
1: Voted on by the fans, which is why one of them had Superman
0: 64 in it (laughs) Of course Well now we're at the end of the rope So Henry is there anything you'd like to plug Besides a defunct magazine And a YouTube channel you can't name
1: Uh, My toaster and my uh, oven (laughs) Of course
0: As for me Well there's always other episodes of the Bitcast, which are also available on itunes and if you also happen to know any kingdom hearts dorks like us you can share this with them so you know they can listen to us ramble about what we think we know about the series
1: and get angry at us for getting it all wrong
0: of course and i have been the x-man i have been henry the guest and we will see you on another episode
1: Listen to Bitcast anytime on podcast1.com and on the Podcast One app.